live. I think we're live. Connecting to stream. Microphone checker. And I think we're live. Hello, everyone. Right. Hey, so, hey, up. so, um, I haven't really put much thought into this today. I've been recovering from last night. Yeah, last night was hardcore, but, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. It's good night. Um, yeah. But yeah, one, one thing I was thinking about today was, oh, let me uh, share the doodah. There we go. So this is super interesting. So... What is that? This is this is the total market cap of um, is it Bitcoin? It's all crypto since the beginning of since April two thousand and thirteen. So crypto essentially is twelve years old, just over, and so it's taken twelve years to reach one mil uh, one trillion dollar market cap for the total for all the cryptocurrencies that exist. 12 years to reach one trillion. And when we hit one trillion, it was the beginning of January. So the beginning of this year, we hit one trillion for the first time. Cool. And, and it's what? Four months later, we're just about to hit two trillion. That's mad, isn't it? That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. So this is this is uh, one trillion here, and, and in just four months, this isn't a whole twelve years. This goes back to two thousand fourteen. Um, but the thing is, it's like, how long do you think it's going to take to go from two trillion to three trillion? Doesn't make you wonder, doesn't it? Hopefully, two Nothing. months. <laughs> I mean, it could it could happen next month. You never yeah, know. Yeah, maybe coming back, <laughs> trend backwards. You know I what mean, I mean, the, guys? Yeah, this is maybe top now, and now going to start down. Because I've been looking at today, uh, I don't know, guys, if you're looking at uh, uh, Bitcoin dominance. You, you can share the screen if you want. If not, I can pull it off. But yeah. This is like a domination of Bitcoin. In the moment, it's dropping down. It's nearly 59%. This is not too bad. The last time, we, we built down nearly 30 September. Oh, here we are. Yeah, so I think, well, it looks to me like as soon as we get below about 50, 52%, 50%, then things could get really interesting for the altcoins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I keep looking at the Bitcoin price and you keep sort of seeing a few green candles and think, this is it, is it going to go up? But then it sort of yeah. like fails to really do much and sort of, yeah, slowly dips slightly back down again. It, it, to me, it feels like it's going to do something soon, whether it's an up or a down, obviously. I, I'm not sure, but it just feels like something's waiting to happen, in my opinion. Yeah, I think... Um, well, and that's another thing. Um, usually, uh, historically, March is a bad month for crypto or Bitcoin, and then April is usually a good a good month. But um, in America, 
the paying taxes has been extended. Everybody's got like an extra two months. So um, I think in America, they pay taxes about the same time as the UK. It's like, uh, is it March or April? Yeah, it's like the 1st of April, 4th of April. So I think the reason that March is historically bad is because everybody's selling their crypto to pay their taxes, Mm. right? Like you said, it makes you wonder if two months extra, whether that's going to change the dynamics a little. Well, yeah, exactly. So if, if everybody's got an extra two months, maybe the reason that we haven't had a bad March this year is because no one's, there's not a couple countries, a couple million people selling crypto to pay the taxes. So that puts it forward two months. So if we have like a really good April, we, we could have a, a big dip in May. That's what I'm thinking. Who knows? Um, who am I? Not financial mm. advice. Nothing in this video is. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it should, that. Should be taken, <laughs> it should be taken as advice. We are um, not first day in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but somebody watching might be. That's the thing. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> interesting <laughs> theory. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, I was thinking today about, um, uh, you know, the kind of K-shaped recovery that's happening in America with, you know, the economy going to shit, but the stock market doing really well. Um, that has to, you know, correct at some point. And at, at that point, I'm, I was thinking, you know, what are people, you know, the kind of person that would invest in the stock market, once the stock market goes to shit, where are they going to put their money? You know, they're not going to be buying bonds or property or anything. Probably they'll be throwing their money into Bitcoin, um, especially, you know, becoming kind of a, a mainstreams now. So I don't know when it's going to happen, but, you know, something's got a break eventually. Do you know what I mean? And that might make a big rally for, for Bitcoin. Mm, that's true. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I, I don't know what you guys think about that. I, I kind of see you thinking. I mean, yeah, like you said, I... I don't know, hard to say, isn't it? But yeah. I completely I'm understand just, you kind of thinking on it. Go on, Rob. I just realised that the the stream hasn't had any video until just now. So oh. for anybody that caught the beginning. Uh, so Was it just, just audio was, then? Yeah, it was a black yeah. screen. Oops. So yeah, what I was showing you before is this is the uh, basically 12 years of cryptocurrency. And this is right here where we uh, broke $1 trillion for the first time. So it's taken this amount of time, 12 years to reach 1 trillion. And it's taken less than four months to, to reach. Well, we haven't hit 2 trillion yet, but we're very, very close. So basically four months to hit 2 trillion, which is essentially looking like this. So there we are. And this chart is amazing. Mm, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. I think I've seen it kind of mentioned on Twitter and stuff, but like you said, when you see it on the chart, you just think, wow, that's uh, pretty impressive. Well, I, mean, I tweeted straight away when we hit one trillion. Um, I was like, right, I think I t- tweeted, it's taken 12 years, how long do you think it's going to take to hit two trillion? And uh, I mean, that's the way it goes, isn't it? I mean, it's the same. We've, there's been similar, I can't, what was the first chart? Um, I guess it's like looking at it took 12 years for Bitcoin to hit 20,000. You know, because the first time in 2017, well, okay, so what, it took 10 years, 11 years, was it? No, 
uh, nine years. Nine years to hit almost 20,000. And then it's taken another three years, four years, four years to hit 60. Um, and however high it's going to go. So not quite as extreme as the um, total market cap. But that's kind yeah. of... It gets shorter as time goes on. Each, mm. each, each thing. Yeah, but from 20,000, later Bitcoin dropping to 3,000. And from 3,000 start now hitting 60,000. Some good gains there, isn't there? If, you'd, uh, if you had time that right, bought a load at three. Man, yeah. I had no money at three. No. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was actually on the PlayStation with, uh, with Lex and Tony, actually. And uh, I'm not going to say which one, but one of them was like, I just, I just caught the... Oh, no, no, no. It was the 4,000 last year. Uh, he was like, I bought the bottom, I caught it, and then it started going back up. And again, both at 3,000 and at 4,000, I had no money, man. I couldn't buy nothing. It's like, of course. If it's I only succeed in I only succeed in time in the top. <laughs> I managed to buy the top, but never the bottom. <laughs> you never buy in top. It's a top. 3,000. No, 4,000. I'm not buying in top. No, no. No, I mean, <laughs> when it's... last uh, 2017, when uh, I think I bought ETH at, like, bang on the top, which was a big mistake. But, yeah, <laughs> never mind. FOMO kicked him. <laughs> I'm telling you, buy Ava. No, too expensive. Buy cake. No, too expensive. What's cake at now? That's doing all right, isn't it? Is it back $17, $18 somewhere there? Oh, in the moment, it's $17. Okay. But in, the moment, I... in the moment, everything's think... dropping. Dropping? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, because... everybody goes to check. It's not really too bad, but... Bitcoin beat this morning 60,000 again. This is really good. Yeah. That nice, I'm just looking at Binance chart now. Yeah, nice green candle, isn't there? When it hits 60, I thought, this is it. We're going further. And then it's, oh, yeah, it's slowly gone back down a bit. Never mind. I think this could drag out, this could drag on for a while. Um, Do you think? I think, yeah, this, it could. This could well, just, just make the sideways this, action. It could just let us wait until we're all bored and then people start selling and then it'll just, mm. off it goes. But I also, I don't know, man. Um, I, I was watching uh, Crypto Banter today and just it just seems like last week, all I heard on YouTube was, oh, I'm selling ETH, I'm selling ETH, I'm selling ETH. And then today, everybody's like, been saying to buy ETH for the last week. Last <laughs> week, keep buying ETH. ETH's buying done ETH. really well, hasn't it, over the last day or so? But well, still, we have really well, like, pretty well. It's back to where it was last time. True. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess it's done well against Bitcoin, of reasonably. Sorry, I was that? I was just saying it's one of them upwards triangles. You know, it's kind of a bullish pattern, isn't it? Um, uh, we we beat the we beat the last all time high. So, because because the last time we just beat the previous all time high like by a little bit, and everyone's like, okay, now we're going, now we're going. And then it just kind of went a little bit up, like a hundred dollars higher or something, and then back down. Now we're back up again. Might run up another. I'm not. I'm not too sure, man. I, I feel bullish. I feel like shit is about to start flying. But 
I do, with a hint of uh, worry that this was, yeah, you know, this is near the top and maybe I should be selling. But no, I think I'm more bullish than bearish. 80% bullish. <laughs> um, and also, uh, I think it was Raoul Powell was talking a, a month or two ago. Uh, he was doing some chart analysis and essentially he thinks that uh, Ethereum is going to do what Bitcoin did. So Bitcoin went from $1,000 to $20,000 in the last bull run. So from 2016 to 2017. And at the time, Bitcoin was about $1,000. And he thinks he's, it's going to $20,000. Like, do you think it will? I just, I don't know. I just can't see it. Well, maybe, maybe not. I'd love it to, but I just think well, it's not going to Guys, you be really careful. Ethereum is using for Uniswap. And in the moment, it's Ethereum 2000. All these smart contracts, worries for Ethereum, be going more expensive. Because Ethereum is using for transactions. I'm doing... Yeah, and this is more expensive, guys. In the moment, these all people moving to Binance blockchain. This is why cake going drastically up because Ethereum fee is too expensive. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think it's a, it's like a Wales blockchain now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unless you transact in thousands, it's just the, not the, worth it. This is not for everybody now. This is going to be no. too much rich. The yeah, thing is, it's a real though, shame. I kind, yeah. of think, I kind of think, though, it, I think it might be worth it if you can tread water, if you can tread water with the whales. I think it might be worth it, but it's a, like I, I've spent $260 on three transactions today. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm it's using, not... yeah, I'm using but, much, uh, Binance. Do you know Binance? But, Binance Merchant is cheaper. It is cheaper, but the thing is, you, if you could buy the tokens, I wanted to buy certain tokens today, right? And um, I bought some uh, ShopX, which is split. Actually, let's talk about the shit because I'll show you, explain some, some coins to you. So I haven't really done much research. I just know what the... Uh... I've seen a little on ShopX recently. Again, I've not done any research, but I've seen it's uh, getting a bit of hype recently, it seems. Right, so this sounds really interesting to me. Um, so what it is, is... Um, and by the way, I'm no way telling anyone to buy this. I'm okay, gonna... what is this? <laughs> <I'm looking. laughs> Do not buy what? this. What so is, what is Split, Split, otherwise known as ShopX, what it wants to do is it wants to... Um, Imagine you have a shop and you have all these items in your shop. Uh, say you're, over, you're selling mobile phones or something. And imagine that you can turn each of your phones, each of your products into an NFT token. So there's one NFT token for every product. Now you can then um, list the NFTs, your, your products, on multiple stores, on different, you could put, you could put your entire inventory on Amazon. You could put your entire, the same inventory on, on eBay and a bunch of different websites. 
right? And because there's only one NFT for each device, as soon as somebody buys one off one website, it means that it can't be bought on another website, right? Because the token has been sold. So at the moment that you make the, the, the purchase, you receive the NFT token. And it's not like if without this system, um, if you list the same product on two different websites, well, then you could have, you could sell the same product twice, but you only have one product. So with an NFT so system, as soon as somebody buys that product, the NFT is gone and no one can buy it from the other shop. So like you use the example of a phone. So is the idea then you buy the NFT and they can then bring the NFT to your shop and say, I've got the NFT, give me the phone. Well, you, you basically own, own that phone with the NFT. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's not really like where it stands out, but yeah, that's essentially, or maybe the phone doesn't work without the NFT. It could be built into the phone in the future or something like, mm. like the same yeah, way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's more, right? So another thing that you could do is say you own a shop full of, uh, you've got like a uh, hundred thousand mobile phones, which is worth a lot of money. Say the, <clears throat> they're worth uh, 10 million quid, right? So you've got 10 million pounds worth of products in your warehouse, but you need funds. Well, then you could take out a loan against the NFTs uh, and you could use the NFTs as collateral right and you could borrow against your stock using the stock as collateral <coughs> potential right? isn't it yeah so that's that's basically what i know about ShopX or, or split uh it just launched i think today um the price is you know it's had its little pump and it's come back down it seems to have settled the is price... it uh, erc20 ethereum based yeah yeah, it's um, it's okay, on, this Ethereum. It's on two. Um, it's on Uniswap, and it's on some exchange called MXC. I've never heard of MXC, and do you know what? I mean, I've just spent like, is it fifty dollars or something to do the transaction? And even though it's fifty dollars, I would much rather spend fifty dollars than. And go through the whole process of signing up and getting verified on an exchange that I don't yeah. know or trust. Mm, that's true. Very good point. <clears throat> and I'm the same. I'm so reluctant with the KYC stuff. I just think I don't want my driving license and passport on loads of different platforms for them to accidentally have a security breach and lose it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, making a honeypot. Mm, yeah, um, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. And also, it's the process, and and you don't and and you have to trust uh, a central exchange with your money. I mean, I've never heard of MAC. It seems to have popped up all of a sudden. You know, this I've been pretty lucky in the last four years using exchanges. I mean, I when I first started, I would sign up for exchanges every other day um because this one had this coin and this one had this coin and you go to a certain exchange for a certain coin and you just get used to taking the picture with your your driving license and a piece of paper with today's date on it you've got to look at the screen and not smile and all that stuff and then you've got to send them the picture and um yeah have you ever was, lost money due to an exchange hack or anything no but i almost did i bought some ray blocks on mercatox i think it was mercatox okay. 
and um, or Nano Control Nano now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you bought Nano. You bought Raybox. Raybox. Yeah, yeah. I bought Nano ages ago, but then sold it when it got to about a dollar or just under, and thought I was doing well. And then it went to about five. I said, now it just upsets me to even look at the price of it. Well, I bought it. I think it did it first launch there or something. It went up to like twenty four dollars. Yes, mate. Okay, guys, I'm as going. All right, cheers, dudes. No worries. Yeah. Just pop it in. See you later, guys. See you later, guys. See you later, Stefan. See you later, mate. Bye. Take care. See you next time. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so, um, so I bought, um, I basically went on because I just wanted to buy these uh, Raybox or nanotokens. And then, like, a week later, there was this whole big hoo-ha. Somebody lost a load of money, and it took, like, two years for everybody to get their money back. And I guess right. that's the risk. That's the risk you, yeah. you you play. Because... Did you ever hear of London Block Exchange? It was a UK-based exchange that launched. They weren't no. around for long, LBX. But yeah, I had some money on there. Luckily, I didn't leave much on there. But then they went into liquidation. And I think I lost a couple of hundred quid out of that. I got a letter from the sort of liquidator saying, oh, don't worry, you'll be refunded. I chased it for a while. And then they ended up just getting up. That was a couple of That's years ago. Oh. And... Money's gone, lost, as far as I'm I concerned. Lost, it just seemed more hassle, and it was worth chasing it for 200 quid. I lost money on Cryptopia. Okay. And, uh, I thought Cryptopia was awesome, because it like it was so quick and easy to sign up. Um, but I didn't have much on there. I bought a few like bottom basement shit coins for like nothing, yeah. thinking if these go to like any, a penny, I'll have made like $1,000 or something. It's definitely something to be said for don't keep your money on exchanges, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, um, they got hacked or some shady stuff happened, and um, whatever I had on it, I don't even, I can't, I don't even have track of it. Um, and it's not worth going through the process to get it back. But um, that's basically if I when I use a tax. Uh, crypto site it will treat those coins as a uh, as a, a capital gain because i can't um link that exchange to the tax website so basically it just sees money went from wallet to somewhere but it doesn't know where you know you must have sold it yeah that's a pain isn't it yeah and you i guess like you said you can't really avoid that but, no. yeah. Speaking of exchanges, that video uh, I think you shared earlier about the Uniswap and potentially laws being passed. I mean, potentially. Oh, yeah. Potential, isn't it? Yeah. KYC, that would be crap. Well, sorry, sorry about my video, by the way. I'm in complete darkness now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like when I was watching it, he's like, oh, yeah, um, decentralized exchanges are going to need to do kyc they're going to have to keep records of 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 people that use it and she's like what like you you're smoking crack you can't you're not making sense yeah. like that was the impression i just and, think they'd push it on the big ones and then there'd be more underground ones come along do you know what i mean the well yeah people are just no, playing everybody... software with an anonymous team and people would use it yeah no they, there's no way they can they can enforce that and there's no way. But as soon as, as soon as, if they announce, oh yeah, uh, you have to like, I, I'm guessing it'll be a case of, you'll go and buy a token from some site that will have verified your ID, and you hold that token in your wallet, 
and then that will probably give you access to a decentralized exchange and that token yeah, I must... Vera. I'm guessing that's the way they're going to do it. I must admit, I just thought, how's this going to work in practice? I just, I, I can't see any way of that really working well. That's, but then everybody's going to go, well, I'm not verifying myself. I don't yeah, trust Nor do I want it to. I'll just go over to this clone. See you later. Easy. Yeah, totally agree. What's your thoughts yeah. on that one, Alistair? Do you think it's sort of implementable? Being from a more software background, I was not paying any attention. I'm doing my. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, for me. What we're talking about. So the general gist of it is, um, yeah, Rob shared a video great. earlier. Um, the general gist of it was uh, the fine, what are they called? The financial task force people who look F at FTCA or some shit. That's the one. Yeah, uh, they're kind of looking at pushing suggestions for laws for KYC on decentralized exchanges, much like Uniswap. Um, so, I mean, me and Rob were just talking about questioning how you'd possibly actually implement that and whether it could work. Uh, it seems seems out there. And like we were saying, then would people just clone Uniswap with an anonymous team and everyone would use it because then they don't need to do the KYC. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to run it in the country where the laws apply, do you? You could just run it from Bangladesh or something. Yeah, exactly. And then everyone could use it. So, uh, yeah, I just don't know how you'd do it. Uh, it's, uh, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, maybe just the fact that it is illegal will just uh, dissuade enough people from using it, though. And then maybe it's right. not even making it in the first place. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but it's like, it's like trying to ban um, pirate websites. BitTorrent websites, you, yeah. you get rid of one and three more pop up. They're never going to. Yeah, that's true. Never that's my thoughts on that. I just think you might be able to shut the big ones down, but then another one will just replace it. I mean, they will. I mean, they'll always be right. Uh, make it hard to Google it as well, right? I just, uh, it might be there a bit if you just make it too hard to find it. Then it might as well not be there. At all. True. Yeah, good point. Well, yeah, there's websites out there where you can, you know, stream every every movie that Hollywood has ever made. But I don't know about you. If you're like, I, I sometimes just search, you know, for things on Put Locker or One Two Three Movies or something, and it, it's getting increasingly hard to actually find things that um, that work. They are shutting down so many websites, and new ones aren't getting registered on on the the search engines quickly enough. Uh, so yeah, but now we've got blo blockchain, blockchain domains. So yeah, because be okay, it doesn't make it searchable, though, does it, necessarily? No, uh, no, no. They can just no, go to Google and say, don't allow this, and Google will be like, all right, yeah. I suppose that's it, then it just becomes, I guess, a bit word of mouth and who you know. Yeah. I suppose it's a bit like tour sites, isn't it, and onion sites and stuff. I guess you, you need to know what you're looking for. Yeah, I reckon so. I've not used any, any, I mean, I've had a little look on tour and I just can't deal with the low, slow, um, the slow load times. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I have to say though, I did once have a little, little snoop around the dark web and I was just like, ah, I saw some stuff and I'm just like, nah, nah, I'm good. I think that's it. I'm just, I've... I'll just go back yeah. to the normal internet, thank you. <laughs> I like Tor from a privacy point of view, just for searching, you know, clear web websites, but over Tor, just for the added layer of privacy. But yeah, like you said, 
once you've seen something, you know, you can't unsee it. And some of the stuff I can yeah. imagine, I don't want to see. So I've just, I've never even considered looking for stuff. So yeah, just uh, like I said, I think Tor's great from a privacy point of view. But um, yeah, well, I mean, I suppose like any technology, there's good and bad points. I mean, I guess really what it was built for is that if you're in a country that's suppressed by its government and they try to block you from seeing certain things on the internet uh, or you want to report on some stuff that they're not letting you report in the country to the world, well, I mean, it yeah. gives you a voice, essentially, and I think that's... Totally, and I think for that, it's very powerful and really important. Yeah, totally important. It was, uh, it was invented by the US Navy. Um, yeah, I was just about to say something like that. I don't know the full history, but yeah, go on, tell us more. Yeah, I, I, oh man, I used to know more details, but it was definitely the, the US Navy did it for that, like, you know, extra layer of um, uh, security, but for them, you know, like as a kind of national security sort of thing. Uh, but one of the, you know, you can encrypt all the the, the data and uh, the, the path that the data takes so that you don't know um, who's talking to whom, right? You don't know which client is talking to which server. But if it's only the U.S. Navy using it, then you can know like any 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 messages being passed around. It's like, oh, it looks like the U.S. Navy is now visiting this website. You know, yeah, you, need, you need lots and lots of people using it so that you can't distinguish who's the Navy and who's not. Um, do you know what I mean? So they need people on it. Uh, you know, they need people kind of. On the one hand, the government has to say, you know, it's a really dodgy thing, but they also can't shut it down because the they need it for their national security, which is a really interesting. Yeah, scenario, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's really clever technology. I mean, I tried to do a bit of research on how it actually works from a technology point of view. It's got a bit beyond me and over my head, but yeah, that's sort of was when I was reading it. I just thought this is really clever. I don't know for anybody listening if they're interested. It's actually like it's just three layers of um, encryption. That's why they call it onion, right? Because it's layers, and uh, you, you send uh, rather than send a message directly from you to the server, you send it from here to one node and then this gets encrypted. They take this encrypted message and then they pass it to the next node. This guy doesn't know, know who you are or where this message came from. It just came from this next one. And then they ask- Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like the, whoever's got the ball knew, knows the last one it came from, but not the one yeah. before it. Is it always three? And, and you, said it, exactly. you said it was three, Alistair. Is it always three? My understanding is it was between three and like seven halves, but I could be wrong. Oh, I think it's, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I suppose uh, it might be. It doesn't need to be three, I guess. You can do it. No, three. I thought it was randomised. Like I said, I have no idea. It's been a while since I was doing any yeah. research on it, but yeah. Three is enough, you know what I mean? I don't think you need more than three. Three is like... Yeah, yeah, it probably is plenty, back. isn't it? Sorry, it's like a should, really uh, good answer. <laughs> I reckon, have you two got masks? Have you installed the mask? No. What is it? Oh, is it? Go on. It's a cryptocurrency. They did an airdrop a little while ago. Hold on, where's the chat? Lost the chat. There we are. I'm going to figure this stream and stuff out one day and have it all automated. So, yeah, if you have a look at Twitter. So I've got it installed. I think, yeah, here it is. It's up here. It's a browser. Oh, you can't see it. It's a browser extension up the top. And so on your Twitter, you've got this little icon here. And so I haven't played with it because I don't know anyone that's got it. But if one of you two or both of you get it, maybe we can start and mess around with it. 
So I can basically, I can post uh, a tweet. I can, apparently you can also um, send cryptocurrency through it. Yeah, I um, think now you're talking about it. Is this one where you can effectively like sell your tweets and stuff? No, no. Oh, so, I think something else. <laughs> Sorry. If I, I'm not quite sure how I would make it so only you can see it. But apparently there's a way that I can send a tweet and it looks like this. And if you have mask installed, you'll be able to see what it says. But without mask installed, it will just be a bunch of encrypted text. So I think the idea is, is that we can use traditional, um, traditional social media websites, but we can keep our, our conversations, our public conversations private if we want to, we can encrypt them. So That's quite I guess- cool. Hmm. I guess if we add each other, then we can all read each other's posts, but no one else can. So, so kind of, I suppose it's like a privacy tool where it allows you to use yeah. public platforms to communicate privately. Exactly. And I guess you need to be able to sign some kind of transaction or something to prove you've got the encryption key the other end to read it, I assume. Well, you have a, um, a browser extension. And okay. I, again, I haven't used it. So are you just using... a? So are you effectively just using your wallet to sign to prove that you're I think the you correct connect, recipient? Yeah, you connect with your MetaMask. Um, and so I guess it would be something like uh, I could whitelist your your wallet address and then only the holder of that wallet would be able to see my text. I think. I haven't played with it because I don't know anyone that's got it. And I think it's just the start and they have a lot of uh, new features that they're going to bring out. But it's... Um, it seems the price has been going up since the airdrop. So that tells me that there's improvements and updates coming that could be quite interesting. I don't think I, I got that airdrop. Are you hanging on to that one then? Yeah, I actually did it twice because I, I somehow signed up. I mean, when I, it was, I signed up for everything. I try everything. And uh, this oh, is one of those Was this the... I, Initial Twitter offering, or whatever they called it, it was something to do with yeah, your interaction with them on Twitter, wasn't it? To get the airdrop, yeah, I remember. Everybody got 50 tokens, but because I signed up with two different Twitter accounts ages ago, before I didn't know there was an airdrop, obviously. Um, no, I signed up with my Twitter account, and then I also signed up with a MetaMask wallet, and I had to do it in two different browsers because they made it quite tricky for you to to receive the tokens twice on one account. So I had to link my MetaMask wallet to a second Twitter account, and then I could send those tokens over to, so I have them all in one account now. Um, but yeah, I haven't, that's the thing with crypto, there's just so many things to check, you can't check them all, and it's just like, eventually I think Mask is gonna do something that everybody's gonna go, oh, okay, well, that's pretty cool. Um, like you just said though I think yeah it's there's so much going on isn't there you kind of can't keep up with everything it's not it's just uh, you have to hope you're lucky <laughs> getting on the good ones <laughs> or just get so paralyzed that you, you you just throw money at bitcoin and ethereum and think yeah I hope that works out <laughs> yeah yeah true I guess that's I a had... sure safe bet or a sure safer bet yeah I guess I heard someone say, um, the last, I think the last few days I've been selling this, buying that. It's like 
all of the altcoins is like a bunch of liquid sloshing around, right? So everybody's like changing their mind, you know, oh, I'm not too sure about this one. I'll sell that and I'll get this. And, and, uh, and hopefully you've sloshed your, your value into the right token. So when things take off that you, you get the gains. Um, and I've just forgotten what I was going to say. Oh yeah. So something I was watching a couple of weeks ago, I think it was Arcane Bear. And he was saying, it's a, I think it's a quote. The best trader is a dead one. Right? Yeah. There's probably some truth in that. Yeah. If you just yeah, if I've just sat and done nothing, I'd be better off than I am. Yeah. The best trader is a dead one. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I mean, not entirely. Obviously, if I'd just sat and done nothing, I wouldn't have bought any in the first place. But if I'd messed around for a year or two and then just stopped, yeah, I'd probably be better off now. When I first got into crypto, I, I created a portfolio. It was some website I was using. And, you know, every time I made a trade, it's like I do it now with Blockfolio. Every time I make a trade, I go in and I remove these coins and I add them up here and just keep track of everything. But when I first started, I accidentally made a copy of my portfolio. So from then on, I made some trades. And over the course of a few months, I was like, I thought I was doing really well. And then I realized that I had a copy of my portfolio, which hadn't been touched for the last few months. And when I looked at that compared to what I've got now, I was like 30% down. Like, oh. And that's that's gutting, isn't it? I think I guess that would be um, that would probably be a good app to have, actually. Something that kind of um, once you stop <laughs> stops your trading. Adding, no, once once you stop adding uh, new funds to your account, like say you get to the point where you're just putting no more in, but once your money's in, you're like juggling it around every minute then it could take a snapshot and then after like a year or something it could just go if you didn't touch anything you'd be this much richer <laughs> like that'd be cool i think that'd be a cool app i, I think yeah, i'd I smash know. my phone to pieces yeah, that's a thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know how popular it would be <laughs> push notification telling yeah you'd be three grand richer if you hadn't done that throw your phone at well, the yeah. wall but, but, but the thing is, if, if you don't do it, you don't realise. So you think you might think you're doing really well. Like I That's think I'm true. doing really well. But maybe I would have been better off if I wasn't changing anything. Yeah. Uh, so. I would like something sim like simpler than that though. Just because I use Blockfolio as well, and it tells me how much I've got. But I want to see how much I'm actually put in. You know, in actual pounds, fiat versus how much it's worth now. Because I don't actually remember how much I've put in. You know, maybe. Maybe I haven't made that many gains. Maybe I just kept putting money in and that's why the, the grant pulled up because I just keep putting money in. Do you know? I guess it's worth keeping some... I mean, I've, I don't keep brilliant records, but I've kind of tried to spreadsheet it roughly what I've put in and took it out. Also, mm -hmm. kind of from a tax point of view, if it comes to it and I do take a lot out and feel that, yeah, actually I'm at a point that I do... You know, if things go well. Um, so I suppose it's handy from that point of view, but I mean, I must admit, my record keeping's far from good yeah if i have to i think i can i i know where to find all my information it would just probably take me like a week to really go through it but um i mean there are apps that you can link up exchanges 
So I think if you've only used a few exchanges and a couple of wallets, it would be quite simple. You just add a read-only API. It mostly supports most exchanges. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's an orange app in the Android store, Coins, Stats, or something like that. And it lets you, you can add it to all the exchanges, and then it will just tell you. And it tracks, tracks all your trades for you. Um, and that could tell you. Also, entering those um, those exchanges and those wallet addresses into a tax uh, crypto tax website. There's a bunch yeah. of them. Data Dash is sponsored by one, isn't he? He's always pushing yeah. that. That um, should give you a good readout of, of what what you've put in and what you've got, kind of thing. Yeah, I guess that is a good point. I suppose. With a mixture of my spreadsheet and that, like I said, I think if uh, if things continue to go well and I do start selling a bit, I, I could I could work well, it out. But here's the problem: so I was messing around with a tax calculator for crypto, and so if I've moved crypto, say I've uh, bought some uh, Avalanche, and I've sent it over to the Avalanche network, well, this site doesn't recognise that blockchain, so then. It treats it as a sale. Ah, oh, what right? a pain. Yeah, and I haven't sold them. It's just that you can't see the coins. Yeah. While they're there. So, and I guess that's it. There's so many blockchains. Yeah, right? So for me to make a website like that count, essentially, I think what I need to do is, and probably towards the end of this year, if we looks like we're going to end the bull run, um, then my idea is to sell everything back to a few tokens like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, Dot, a few other coins, and that's it. Just bring everything back so it's easy to track, mm. and then that should give me a, a good reading. But to give it an accurate reading, I have to find every single exchange and wallet address that I've used and put it in. And it's a lot, man. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like, there's wallets I probably don't even remember. I know you've mentioned a few times, Rob, that you found a wallet. You're going, oh, there's a few hundred euros on that. That's yeah, nice. 300, I think I just found 300 quid the other day in a wallet I forgot I had. Yeah. <laughs> I've not really had much luck with that. All the wallets that I find are, uh, yeah, usually I've just messed around with an empties. I think usually if I've messed around with a wallet just as a mess around, it's kind of in some way, I feel it's been compromised, so I make sure I don't leave anything on it. And the ones that mm -hmm. I do care about, I kind of keep track of. But, yeah. Yeah. but there's, there's it's easy done, though, isn't it, to lose track of stuff? You know, when you start messing around with more and more stuff, it's so easy to think, oh, hang on, I've got some money in there. Well, that's the thing. I, I There's been a couple times, like today, actually, I bought, um, what did I buy? I think I bought ShopEx. And I went to enter it into my blockfolio, and it's not on there yet. So I now have to remember to add it in, because right now my overall portfolio isn't tracking my latest purchase. And obviously it's a brand new coin, it just launched today or yesterday or something. So in the next few days, hopefully I'll be able to add it. But if I forget to add it, I mean, I'm not going to forget, but I could. Because it's in a wallet that I use for a lot of other coins, I'm not going to lose track of it. But um, but if you had it in a wallet, say you had to hold it in a wallet specific to that coin, like it, 
a few years ago, it was like you had a wallet for this token, you had a wallet for that token, you had a wallet for this token. Yeah. And it was nuts. So you end up with all these wallets, and in your mind, it's like, oh, you only have like five quid in there. But eventually, there could become a time where you're looking through and you're like, oh, oh, I've got like 600 quid. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that happens. <laughs> right. Well, guys, I think I'm going to shoot. Right. It's been good to well, chatting to you again. Yeah. Yeah. Short, and uh, catch you again. Yeah, catch you yeah, again tonight. next week, maybe if you're if we're on next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. Like talking much. I still haven't finished with this thing either, so um, I think I'm gonna go as well. And uh, yeah, do it again next week, and I'll give you the update on how this. Yeah, I'd be quite keen to hear a bit more about this when yeah. you worked out what you're actually working on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it would be useful. <laughs> That's the weekend. That's right. actually a little bit. Okay, I'm going to end the stream real quick. One sec. See you later, everyone. Yeah, cool.